Welcome back, everybody, and thank you once again for tuning in to DRXP, Extra Coins with Don and Ryan. Welcome back, and uh, Don, how you doing today? Doing all right. Doing all right. Excited to be back. Absolutely. Talk about the NFC South today. Yes, sir. And uh, to kick it off, like we did last week, uh, we're going to start with a Twitter and Facebook poll. So, we obviously posted out there for everyone's response once again. Give us who you think is going to win the division. Uh, this one was a little better than the last one. Uh, we got some good feedback, and really good feedback, actually. And it's pretty accurate, because this is one of those divisions that you don't really know what way it's going to go. It's kind of a toss-up. So, I'll jump right in. Uh, we had Tampa Bay, which, actually, you and I, Don, we both picked. Uh, and we'll go over that as we, as we go through this. But uh, Tampa Bay was at 25%. Carolina was at 25%. Atlanta was at 33%, uh, which I was kind of shocked by. I thought that would be a little higher, which maybe yeah. people are starting to realize. So that's good. Uh, New Orleans was at 16%, which... Ugh. wonder who picked them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, not really sure. But, uh, yeah. That pretty was pretty even. It was. It was. It was a little better feedback than last time as well, and we love that. Uh, just a reminder to everyone, please follow us on Facebook, like us, uh, follow us on Twitter, nice and easy, at XP Don Ryan. So once again, at XP Don Ryan. We would love a like. We'd love a follow. Uh, we're always tweeting updates. Uh, we keep you guys on the ball. So you always know what's going on around the league, which obviously we're going to have a lot to talk about today. But uh, let's jump right in and start with the New Orleans Saints. What do you got for us? Well, so New Orleans Saints, I think, Quite honestly, they're they're gonna be pretty bad this year. Uh, I got three and thirteen. I just think outside of Drew Brees, like every other year, um, they're not a very good team. I think the last like three years or something they've been six and ten. Um, I think another year older Drew Brees um, defense is still atrociously terrible. I just don't think they've done enough to do any better than three and thirteen. Yeah, and. I don't disagree with that. I have them at four and twelve, so it's pretty close. Uh, Drew Brees is pretty much their entire team. If he goes down, this team may be the worst team in the NFL. Uh, Sean Payton is a terrible coach, uh, and it's starting to show. I believe. I think people are starting to realize it. You know, at one point they obviously thought, "Oh, Sean Payton was one of the best coaches in the NFL," and then everyone woke up. Uh, so, jumping into my end. Team MVP, obviously, Drew Brees. I don't really think there's anyone else that can even compete yeah, with that. I don't that. think you can debate that at all. Yeah. I mean, the guy puts up 5,000 yards every year. Exactly. 30 touchdowns. Yep. And, and and he's a phenomenal quarterback. He's, honestly, Hall of Famer, yep. future Hall of Famer. Top three, top five in the league, still at 34, 35 years old. So. Yeah. And so, surprise player, because we can move on from that. Surprise player, I've got a couple guys to kind of keep an eye on. And Elvin Kamara... He's, you know, I'm going to talk about it a little bit. Our camp battles, I'm going to focus on the running backs. But Elvin Kamara is one of those players where, if you've watched the preseason and all, you've seen this guy. He had an explosive run their last preseason game, like 50-yard touchdown. The guy can make plays. If you watch him at Tennessee, you know he's explosive. You know he has good hands out of the backfield. This is a guy that I think is going to contribute this season. May not be right away, but... I definitely think he's going to step up and surprise people. And then I also have Tommy Lee Lewis. Uh, preseason stud. If anyone watched first week, he had like 11 catches. Uh, this guy's making plays. 
and he's I think he's gonna make the roster. I really do. And I think, you know, bear an injury or whatnot, I think this guy could honestly make an impact this year. Yeah. No, I don't disagree. I had Kamara too as my surprise player. I think, you know, you and I we watch every bowl game, every college championship series, you know, game and I remember watching Tennessee last year and, and you're like, watch this guy. He's he's got he's got good moves, good balance runs low um yeah definitely paid attention to him and he is a good player i think uh you know my bold prediction for this team is i think kamara is going to lead the running back spot in all-purpose yards this year when it's all said and done and you got to keep in mind that keeps ap that's you know mark ingram but i think all-purpose yards you know obviously for our listeners it's you know all yards from scrimmage including you know catching the ball running the ball returns Um, Returns. So he, he may be out there. So I, yep. I'm going to jump right to the running back position camp battles that we have. Uh, they got Adrian Peterson. They have Mark Ingram. They have Kamara. Obviously, they have some other guys, but those guys are irrelevant in my opinion. Uh, AP is old, washed up. I told you <laughs> that last year. Uh, <laughs> I I know you drafted him last year in our fantasy league, and I laughed at you. And, <laughs> we saw how that turned out. I mean, out. he got hurt. It was, yeah, I mean, no, I, I, I get it. I would say it's, you know, <laughs> played 16 games and was terrible, right? Yes, I mean, he exactly. did tear his knee. I mean, he's he is getting old, so the injuries do pile up. It'll be interesting to see. If he doesn't bounce back this year, he's done. I agree. I and, think it's a little hard to write him off <laughs> with injuries and all that, but uh, terrible is a strong word for all the famer, in my opinion. <laughs> no, I know. He's a great player, but uh, I think he's past his time, and I think it's Kamara time. So, Mark Ingram. I think this guy is an absolutely great running back, but again, Sean Payton is a freaking terrible coach, and he has something against him, and I don't get it. Yeah, uh, I agree. I saw a stat out there that said Ingram's um, carries per game in the last three years have gone from like 17 to 15 to 13. So, I mean, he's just losing carries left and it's, right. It's like Sean Payton looks for Ingram to make one little mistake, like a like a holding penalty to save Breeze from getting killed, or, you know, he fumbles out of bounce even, like after hitting the ground, and Peyton will be like, oh, you fumbled, get off the field. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't get it. I, again, I hate Sean Peyton, uh, most overrated coach in the NFL for sure. Um, yeah, I, I just... I don't get it. Mark Ingram, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Kamara is a great player, but I, they don't need him. They don't because Ingram can do everything that he can do. I think Kamara has a little more burst and is obviously younger, but uh, Peyton sure. doesn't play him, so it, it doesn't. Sure. it's irrelevant. To, For sure. And but, I think speaking on that too, I mean, part of the running back position, that leads me into my best rookie, and that's Ryan Ramchek. I think Ramchek, tackle out of Wisconsin, I know I've, we obviously know him very well, but yes. uh, I think he's going to help solidify that offensive line. That's I mean, I one, agree. they're old. Two, they lost Evans, who's a good guard to the Packers. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't even know if I can name all five starters on that offensive <laughs> line, and that's saying something, to be honest with you. But uh, Breeze is going to need the protection. The running backs are going to need the holes, and we know Ramchek can clear a hole like the best yes. of anybody. So and uh, he's, he's my best rookie. Awesome. So uh, He's he... my best rookie, and I have him as my key addition. I mean, nice. I think it's, that's that's – uh, to, I think he's going to make that much impact right away. So, All right, so I'll go a little different just because, obviously, you know, I don't want to be the same always. <laughs> but uh, I agree. I have Ramchek on here. But I'll go with Marshawn Lattimore. I, I think people forget about this guy. Uh, absolutely great cornerback, and he's already their number one. 
So that's not saying much, though. <laughs> yeah, but that that still says something for a rookie to jump in and be a number one immediately. That that's a pretty impressive uh, feature. But uh, key additions, Ted Ginn. I'll, I'll go with him because that leads me to my key loss. Obviously, Brandon Cooks. If anyone yeah, says Brandon anything Cooks. different, there yeah. <laughs> it's irrelevant. Honestly, Cooks their second best player, so it's you can't yes. lose him. Yeah, and he, honestly, I'll, I may I would maybe even argue that he was their most important player, uh, and the reason behind that mm, being is no, that well, no, he, here's the no, thing. Here's no, the thing too no. is they didn't use him. You right? You can't survive without a quarterback. In the yeah, NFL. No, I mean, I, I don't care how many wide receivers you have. Look at the Jaguars for crying out loud. Al Robinson's <laughs> good. Bortles is terrible. I mean, it's just uh, you can't survive without a quarterback. We won't get into that yet, uh, <laughs> but. Uh, Ted Ginn, I think, can add, a, add that deep ball dimension back to this offense. And he showed in Carolina that he's he's still a deep threat. I mean, the guy can still run. It, it's crazy because he's getting older, but he can still outrun most of the league. Uh, so he'll fill that void pretty well. But obviously, Brandon Cooks is a heck of a player. So, uh, you know... Interesting notes I have about this team. Back on Mark Ingram, do you think they would potentially trade this guy? I just don't see it. I, I don't think they would leave themselves with an injury-prone AP and a rookie in Kamara. I just don't see them actually doing that. The only way I would is, you know, which very well could happen, they get to the deadline and Ingram's having a good season so far and they're 0-8 or something like that and they got a dump. But <laughs> yes. I, don't, I don't really foresee them trading him just because I think they can't really rely on a rookie and uh, injury-prone AP to say, to be honest with you. Makes sense, makes sense. Uh, you know, I don't have much more to say about them. Uh, I don't know about you, but I think we can I mean, they're a on. terrible team. There's not really much to say, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, so. and, and they could be one of those teams that surprises people just because Drew Brees is Drew Brees, but I don't see it. Uh, but... They've had him the last three years, and they've won six. Exactly. Times, so they really... Exactly, and they they didn't and they really, lost cooks. As I said, really they didn't really that. add anyone to improve that much. So, uh, next team we have is Atlanta Falcons. I have them at an eight and eight record. Uh, I know this is a pretty bold prediction, but I don't think people realize my key loss for them is actually Kyle Shanahan. It's not even a player; it's Kyle Shanahan because I that's don't... funny too. Because I thought. I looked at this whole division, and both of my—I have two of the four teams' key losses are coordinators for me. So yep. I agree with you. Shanahan's a big loss, and um, you know I actually have them at nine and seven. But okay. I agree with you. I think they'll take a step back, and we kind of talked about them a little bit earlier in that episode one. So um, you know, talking about some of the the regression we think for Matt Ryan and stuff like that. But the MVP I actually have for this team is Deion Jones. I think monster year last year, I think he's going to totally improve again this year, which brings me to my surprise player, which is his teammate at LSU, um, you know, Duke Riley. I think Duke Riley is a good Uh pickup for them. I think he'll be a surprise. I think he'll get on the field. And, you know, I think also uh, their coach does a good job of putting people in the right spots. And I think we saw that with Vic Beasley last year. He showed up in the right spot and just had a monster year. Just blew up in Speaking year Speaking of so. Vic, he is my team MVP for this team. <laughs> uh, the guy is a stud. He's, yeah, he's he really fantastic. Is. And I think the key is, it, can he stay healthy? And if he can, he may lead the NFL in sacks. And that may sound crazy, but uh, he's shown what he can do, and it is pretty darn impressive. So uh, surprise player for me that I have is the same as my best rookie. And a lot of people may not even know who this guy is, but he's a corner and he's a rookie. 
uh, DeMonte Kazee. So, oh, he's my best rookie, too. Why do we pick the same people? Because <laughs> it's pretty simple, honestly. But <laughs> um, No, he is an absolute stud, and I think he's going to shock people. I, I think he they have him right now at three or four on their depth chart, but he's going to climb up there. And they obviously have pretty good corners, and he's going to plug in that slot corner and really show that he's physical, quick enough to play, and he's a ball hawk. So... Sure. Good yeah, on. I didn't even really look at him until, you know, obviously they're running back at, well, he came from San Diego State, in case anybody was unaware of that, but I did not, I didn't even honestly know about him until I started watching their running back, who was obviously breaking records mm-hmm. left and right, but we uh, yeah, he showed up on the field. or two episodes? Two episodes ago. Two episodes, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he was showing up on the field in a game that I wasn't even looking for him, so he made mm-hmm. a pretty good impression on me as well. And he had a heck of a combine. For sure. those that uh, didn't watch that, uh, sure. key addition. Who's your key addition? Who do you got? Dontario Paul. Uh, yeah. I know, mean, that's an obvious one for us. I think. I think so, and I, I think there's a couple things with this. Uh, he's he's a good player, but he had a really bad season last year. And uh, if you look at his run, dude, didn't he catch a touchdown? <laughs> yeah, well, we, we're not counting that. But okay. uh, if you look at his run grade on defense, it was not good. Uh, there's a lot that can be improved with him, and it's going to be interesting to see if he improves or not and if he fits this defense and if he goes back to the player he originally was. Because if he does, that defense, I would change this record, to be honest with you, because that defense would be that good. Uh, but I don't see it happening i don't and they gave him a one-year deal for a reason i know we said that earlier in the episode and there's a reason behind it it's it's because he didn't play well last year this is a hey show us you can still play a year and uh we'll see if he can do it sure sure yep no no disagreement there i, I had the exact same player so uh, how about the panthers what'd you have for them What's you know before we you? jump before we jump to them i got a couple things that i want to talk about with the falcons too uh Player to watch, Tack McKinley. Anyone that watched college football knows who this guy is. Anyone that watched the draft definitely yeah, knows who this guy is. Combine, right? I mean, he's coming off shoulder surgery. He is, combine, but so they said he I came. I mean, yeah, we'll they, see how he does. I don't think he'll be ready week one, and it'll be interesting well, to see. They said he came back to practice, and he already looks fantastic. So it, it just shows. I wanted the Packers to draft this guy. I really did, just because we've seen his ability and we've seen their lack of linebackers. Um but, uh, you know, wide receiver position on this team, if Julio doesn't stay healthy, they're hurting. So you could say Gabriel or whatever, but I, I don't see it. I don't really see it. But, uh, you know, now we those are the only things I want to throw out there just so people can kind of keep that in mind when you're watching this Atlanta team. Good team still, don't get me wrong, but I think Kyle Shanahan is going to affect them a lot more than everyone realizes. What do you think about that contract that um... – um, Wolf. Why am I drawing a blank on their running back's name now? <laughs> Freeman. Freeman. <laughs> yeah, what about that contract? You don't pay running backs that much. I mean, it's a pretty good exactly. deal. I mean, if you look at it compared to everyone else, but there's too many now good running backs now. Exactly. There's too many good running backs now. You say that. You, you tell them that. You say, you know, if you want to stay with us, you got to take it cheaper. And if not, well, good day. So, yep. uh, Panthers, I have it 9 and 7. Uh, how about you? Uh, I'm at ten and six. I Ooh. think. I think MVP will be Cam. I think Cam 
is their best player. I think the offense kind of goes with Cam just because it's tailored to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do that ground and pound, and Cam's a big part of that. It, obviously, it's 6'5", 250 pounds. But <laughs> um, I think with Kelvin Benjamin having another year under his belt, coming off the obviously injury at two years ago, I think he'll come into his own. But I do think we talked about Ginn leaving. Uh, that is a big question mark as wide receiver for this team. You know, you hit it on the head with Cam. And Cam is this offense. Without Cam, this team goes down to like a 3-13 and 13 record, in my opinion. Uh, I have one name to say, and I, I know everyone's thinking it, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, <laughs> Ted Ginn, who? Uh, you're going to forget about him. Christian McCaffrey is going to add such a dynamic dimension to this defense that offense. to this offense yeah sorry uh that <laughs> that it's not gonna matter this guy can do everything you can line him up at wide receiver you can line him up in the backfield you can put him on special teams this guy is a player and he showed it in the preseason already this was a steal for this team uh to be able to get him and i have him for mvp surprise player rookie key addition so, it's just the Christian McCaffrey show in, in Carolina, and it's going to be fun to watch this year. So Sure, sure. You know, Yeah, I mean, I got McCaffrey to his best rookie. I think that's pretty obvious. I do think Jonathan Stewart is going to – I still think he's a good running back. Mm-hmm. I think he can still I pound. I think with him and Cam and obviously now with Christian McCaffrey, I think they're going to be a real – real tough three-headed monster and honestly that's why i have them at 10 and 6 i think they're going to run the ball control the clock and their defense and linebackers are still good i think Best they can seven in the nfl yeah i think their secondary is a little suspect but i do believe that they're going to run the ball control the clock and, and just you know they're not going to win flashy but i think they're going to win so um but honestly my surprise player is another rookie and that's curtis Samuel. <laughs> i think i think they're going to use him in a variety of ways just kind of as you just described with McCaffrey but just not quite as much but he's dynamic player he's Ginn's replacement yeah same college yep so um but yeah so for him I had his nice surprise player but additions I had McCaffrey as well I mean like you said I think he's just going to bring a whole another element to that offense and hopefully take a little bit of cam shots that he doesn't need to take to be honest with you mm-hmm. for that team but and my key losses, I have uh, Sean McDermott, the defensive coordinator. I think okay. losing him is going to be more detrimental than they realize. I believe he was a big part of why their defense was so good, and it didn't. He kind of got overshadowed by Ron Rivera. But I do think, I mean, they still have the players. They still have Keekley. They still have all the mm-hmm. other guys. But I do think without McDermott calling the plays, they really are going to lose uh, that element of it. I agree. Uh, that front seven, though, is just unreal good. So uh, I think even with a mediocre defense coordinator, they'll still be just fine. Uh, I will say, if we want to change it up a little bit, for a key addition, this this may kind of shock you, is Julius Peppers. Uh, he went back home, and this guy can still play. He showed it last year, and I think it's going to be fun to watch him as well, just to kind of see how they use him. And I mean, the guy's shown he can be basically playing any position on the field so even though he's old as dirt he's still making plays so for sure uh, 
you know, just throw something different out there. But I agree with Jonathan Stewart. He's a great running back. Uh, you and I said last year, I remember watching a Monday night game, and he was just trucking everyone. And yep. we were saying, this guy is one of the most underrated running backs in the NFL. And sure. uh, I think you got to think about it, too, guys. Is they give the ball to Cam on the one, two-yard line half the time. And that mm-hmm. those are all in any other offense, Jonathan Stewart touchdowns. So the fact that he had six last year, I think, he easily could have had double digits. Okay. I mean, he easily could have taken – five more touchdowns from cam doing one yard touchdown runs so well if they were smart they would do that too take the yeah, beating exactly. off of cam but exactly uh, i do think though you're right i think they know they love mccaffrey and i think they're gonna try and highlight him a little bit and i think that it will he's gonna get some of those one yard well, touchdown runs too. just to prove yeah. just to prove you know that he's the player that everybody thinks he is and he so. can run inside the tackles and i mean mm-hmm. when you have three guys in the backfield like that the the options are endless, so uh, mm-hmm. that's phenomenal for them, and that's going to be an explosive offense to watch. And Kelvin Benjamin, I love him. I, I think people yep. look past him way too much just because he's a big dude. They say, yep. "Oh, he's fat and lazy," but he's just a big guy, uh, yep. and he can use his body. So uh, exactly. he knows how to use it too, which makes he's going to see a lot of single coverage. I mean, they're going to have to stack the box yes. against this team just because of how well they're going to run the ball. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Six five, size is size. You can't can't do anything about it half the one time. Thing you know that, how to use your body right. So one thing that does concern me about this team though is their offensive line. It's still bad. Uh if they can improve that But it's been bad. It you know? has. I mean has. I don't think it's been good. They signed Matt Khalil from Minnesota. I mean he's terrible, yeah. but it, it's better than what they had. So yeah. uh, it is an improvement, but uh can you imagine if they had a good offensive line, how good this team would be? And oh, if they sure. would have kept Josh Norman, this this would be oh, a sure. top team in the NFC, no doubt. If they would have done I mean, those they two things, would they go fifteen and one, fourteen and two, like three years ago? Yeah. So I mean, they clearly were good then. So yes, and and I think a lot of this again relies on Cam to stay healthy. So it'll be interesting to watch. I hope he plays smarter, and I think he's learning. I really do. And people forget how young Cam actually still is. So, and the, I think too, he gets a bad rap, but. They call QB running plays. What's yes, he supposed to do? Exactly. I mean, they put the ball in his hands and tell him to run. If you look at it, half the shots he takes is not because he's scrambling on a pass play. It's because they run a Cam quarterback runs power. because they run QB power. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, I mean, what's he supposed to do about that? He's going to take those shots. Right. And he's 6'5". I mean, he's going <laughs> to take big hits because he's yeah. huge. No, he's got no, a big goes. surface area to get. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I agree with that. I'm hoping they give McCaffrey some of those. Like you said, it, it give him the pounding rather than your quarterback. He's your face of your franchise. Keep him yeah, healthy. And easily, he's easily their best player too. So it's you just you got to be smarter about it. Yep, exactly. But uh, you know, I think two guys to watch definitely Curtis Samuel and actually Demir Bird. Uh, he's had a great preseason. The guy can freaking fly. For anyone that doesn't know who he is, uh, little tiny guy, but. Uh, Again, if you're looking for a guy that can run a deep route and get the ball in his hands and watch out, he's your guy. So they have some speed on that offense and some size. So it's kind of interesting the, to see how they're going to use it. So they're always fun to watch, too, because they always have creative plays, especially with a guy like Cam. So uh, definitely going to be a fun team to watch. I think they could actually end up being better than we all think. So uh, Tampa Bay. So... We both picked Tampa Bay to win this division. And I think Tampa Bay, in my opinion, could be the most improved team in the NFL this year. 
they went out this offseason and did a phenomenal job at putting weapons on this offense and just making this a lethal offense. So I have them at 10-6 and six still just because I think this is a good division and it's one of the better divisions in the NFC, actually, in my opinion. So uh, there's three very good teams in this division. So uh, ten and six was the best I could give them. What, what do we? What do you have? Actually, I'm eleven and five. I I think they're going to put up a ton of points. I think they're going to resemble a little bit of um, you know some of those high powered offenses. I think Winston takes a big step forward. Who is my MVP? And I. Their defense is still a little suspect. I mean, they did add J.J. Wilcox, which I think is a good add for them. But I just – I do think their offense is going to – I think they're literally going to win games 35-28. I mean, they're just going to – it's just going to be it? shootouts with this uh, team. It's so like the I, Packers. I put 11-5. and five. Yep. It's like the Packers. They're, they're just going to have to outscore teams, and I think they can do it. I have Jameis Winston as well. Everything you watch – I don't know if you've watched any hard knocks yet, but uh, – no, I don't watch that garbage. <laughs> it's actually pretty good with uh, the Buccaneers, and I, I normally am with you. I normally don't like it, but uh, they're a fun team to watch. And uh, Dirk Cutter is hardcore. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, he really is. It's it's cool to see, uh, and you see how Jameis is progressing. And him coming out of college, I wasn't very high on him. You knew he had the athletic ability. You just didn't know if he would have the coaching and be coachable to get there. And he has proven that he is. So uh, definitely, you know, for anyone that's playing fantasy football this year, this is a guy to keep an eye on. He's uh, my QB on all my teams. Exactly. <laughs> him and Mariota. Him and Mariota are two guys. They're the young, upcoming stars of this league when – you know, Brady leaves, Breeze leaves, Roethlisberger leaves. Who do you have? You have Winston and Mariota. So uh, you have guys to step right in. So Winston, no doubt, MVP. Uh, surprise players, who do you have? Uh, J.J. Wilcox that I mentioned, I think he's going to be a good addition mm-hmm. for them, and he's actually my surprise player for this team. I think, too, um, you know, without going too much, I don't want to say your thoughts, under with some of this but uh the best rookie i have oj howard i think he's a big addition that they grabbed Uh, we loved him out of alabama um i guess what do you have (laughs) surprise players i actually have vernon hargraves so second year guy now uh the progression he has taken from year one to year two uh, from everything you see, if you watch any of the preseason games with them this year, last year he struggled a little bit. You could tell he was a rookie, but they threw him in there, uh, and I think it was one of the best things for him. And he looks phenomenal this year. I think he definitely shows that he can be a number one corner in the NFL. So uh, I think he's going to surprise people and probably lead this team in interceptions. So uh, that is if they throw his way. So uh, one other guy that I, I really love on this team and everything I hear says he could be cut. You got to guess who this is? Yeah, Jeremy McNichols, I'm assuming. Yep, exactly. Yeah, my he's going to get Boise cut, State. I have a feeling. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's actually what I have as my key loss in quotes. I think that'd be a big mistake <laughs> if they caught him. But I do think he's going to get cut. Uh, I read every, everything I read just said, you know, he had two carries or two plays against the Bengals. One was a two-yard loss, and one he missed a block, and the QB got destroyed. So, yep. I mean, he, they said he's just really far behind, Yeah, they which s- I get. I mean, that, that happens, and I get why you would cut him, but there's just better ways to do it. I mean, either bury him at the bottom of the depth chart or put him on the practice. Do something with him. I mean, but 
yeah, I, I actually had them as my key loss in quotes because I think they are going <laughs> like to cut it. him. I like it. I like it. It's it's so true. If anyone watches this guy play at Boise State, he can do everything on the field. Even if he's a little slow in the playbook, give him a little at a time. Put him on third downs only rather than putting yeah. him all three downs. It's, I mean, that's just it. He's not going to start, right? So, I mean, at yeah. least. He should. And, and he's their best running Doug back. Martin's, Doug Martin's suspended, so they're going to need the depth. I don't. I just don't get why. I mean, Jacquez Rogers and Charles Sims. Charles yeah, Sims, exactly. come on. Peyton Barber, ooh, you're going to keep them over McNichols? Like, come on, guys. Come on. It's it's That's just, if, if they do cut him, it's going to be a scramble and interesting to see who picks him up because I'll tell you what, I'm a Packers fan. I would love to see him in Green Bay because that guy can ball. So sure. uh, key additions, I think this is a no-brainer for everyone. Deshaun Jackson, uh, he adds, again, a whole different dimension to this offense. He gives them such a weapon, and he's going to make Mike Evans that much better because you can't single cover this guy. And if you do, touchdowns all day long. And honestly, Winston's got the cannon to go along with him. So just run down the field, and I'm going to air it out and see what happens. If if you watch Hard Knocks, too, it's the funniest play. So they throw this ball ball up to him he goes up he catches it between two guys plants on the ground and just takes off there were three guys chasing him and he literally looked like he was jogging and just pulled away 10 yards from these guys and you and they show everyone going did you just see that did you see that did you just see how fast he was it's oh, he yeah. has I mean, a speed fly. he's it's, a dynamic playmaker i mean we saw him in philly Oh my taking gosh. punt returns to the house like it's going out of style and even in i mean that's that's part of the reason why uh kirk cousins is getting such big money is i mean just got to air it out you got a big arm you can mm-hmm. go get it yeah but it was hilarious to watch that because you actually saw everyone else's re- reaction to it and you're like oh my gosh this guy is as fast as you actually think he is because when these players nfl players are freaking out over this guy uh it's pretty incredible. And one thing that I really took away from this too, uh, Deshaun Jackson said not to take away from any wide receivers I've ever played with. I've played with great ones, Pierre. Uh, I, I don't remember who else he listed off, but he listed off a couple guys he's played with. And he goes, Mike Evans is something special. He is the best receiver I've ever played with. So that says something alone. Uh, definitely interesting on that end because, I mean, we all know Mike Evans is a good player, but to hear that from a guy like Deshaun Jackson is uh, pretty cool. It's definitely a compliment on his end. So, um, key losses. Uh, Mike Lennon, question mark? <laughs> Dude, that's why, I put, that's why I put McNichols in quotes. I, yeah. I couldn't come up with anybody either. <laughs> and I don't think losing Glennon's a big deal, honestly. I mean, if, I if can't quarter- tell their backup QB anymore, but... If your quarterback goes down, your team's not going to be good on most teams. So it's really <laughs> like you, you can't you can't just say like losing a backup quarterback is your biggest loss. And if that is, you you got a good problem. So uh, we talked about the camp battle at the running back position. I don't I don't know. I, I mean, Doug Martin obviously they're saying Jaquiz Rogers is going to hop in there and be the guy. Charles Sims is supposedly the next guy up, and then Peyton Barber, and like ten other guys, and then Jeremy McNichols, which. Uh, <laughs> I don't get, but uh, I think this last preseason game, I, I think McNichols is going to get a lot of opportunity, and I think he is going to shine. So uh, all you have to do is get this guy the ball, and he's going to make plays. So 
definitely keep an eye on that. And again, if he's cut, it'll be interesting to see who scoops him up because it's going to be a good pickup. So, uh, interesting notes. Do you think their offensive line can hold up? I mean, that's obviously the question mark for any team, but yeah, I mean, this team in particular, because they have such the weapons, I don't know. I mean, it's it's just going to be, I think they will do just fine if all five starters stay healthy. I think they're going to come into a problem if because they have lack, the de- lack of depth, and I think if somebody gets hurt, they're going to be in trouble. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, but, you know, I think one thing that we do want to bring up is they have two really solid tight ends, uh, Cameron Braid and O.J. Howard, obviously. Uh, that can help a bad offensive line. So even if your offensive line is struggling, when you have two legitimate tight ends, you can put them on the line of scrimmage to help your offensive line out. That is a huge advantage that a lot of teams don't have. So that's definitely something to keep an eye on. But, you know, obviously they need to have the run game as well. So they're going to have the pass game. There's no doubt there that's going to be there. But uh, I think these two tight ends really help. So, it, again, fun team to watch. It's it's going to be an awesome NFL season. I'm so excited for this year. And, um, you know, with that, that'll kind of wrap up those teams. Let's head into the update segment. So a lot of upsetting injuries Man, it, I hate seeing this. Big-time players, but uh, obviously New England with Julian Edelman, that really sucks to see. I mean, what a good player to, to lose, and obviously he's Brady's go-to guy. So what type of impact do you think this will have? And, I mean, obviously Cook's value skyrockets in, skyrockets in any like fantasy league or anything like that. I, I don't think it's really going to make a difference and i think i think julian edelman is a great player but i think just the way they coach football in new england is every backup is i mean you hear stories of they run the same play with the first the seconds the thirds and you'd have no idea which which unit Mm -hmm. is which if you if nobody had their name on the back of their jersey right i mean I just think they coach everybody to be the same player and be the next position, next person up. And I mean, they still got people. I mean, Chris Hogan, um, you know, Danny Amendola. I think they still will be fine. I do think the bigger question mark is now if Gronk can stay healthy for that team. But yes. obviously, we'll get to that later. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So Ravens, <laughs> poor Ravens, man. <laughs> they add to their injury list. Albert McClellan torn ACL out for the season. So uh, on the def- on the, the trainer on the defensive side, obviously this time not offense, but uh, man, rough start to the season. So hopefully that gets Sounds better. Like for them. I know it does, and knock on wood, we uh, we hope <laughs> come that, up pretty uh, well this year. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Chiefs running back situation: Spencer Ware out for the season. Uh, you know. This, it hurts, obviously, whenever you lose a good player, but uh, Kareem Hunt's my boy, uh, the, the rookie. Well, I mean, so. they just lose depth. That's yes. just it. I mean, they, exactly. don't, they lost Charles, they lose Ware. Kareem Hunt is their starter, who's good, but who's going to come after him? So Exactly. Sharkantric West, man. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> but Kareem Hunt, I think, is going to be a fun player to watch, and obviously when we talk about that division, we'll get more into him, but uh, everyone keep sure. an eye out on him. So uh, they already named him the starter. Hey, and if you guys are uh, fantasy players in the PPR league, go get Hunt. I mean, Alex Smith is checked down quarterback 101, and Kareem Hunt's going to get a ton of catches. So yes, sir. keep him in your roster. Yes, sir. Uh, Bears, 
lose my MVP of the team, Cameron <laughs> Meredith. This team went from bad to worse. Oh, man. Don't Tornacio, worry. Don't they... worry. Our listeners got them one of the NFC North, so it'll be all right. I know. I know. Poor guys. But uh, <laughs> it sucks, you know. You have a guy that just came off a great season looking to be a number one wide receiver and really excel and kind of take that next step in his career, and then he gets a really, really bad injury. Uh, from what I heard, I never saw it. Um, from what I heard, it was ugly. Uh, went on aircast and uh, not good. You never like hearing that, but, uh, man, they lose my MVP. So now uh, Bears are MVP-less for me, so... I think they are to begin with. Yeah, me too, me too. And uh, Anyways, so a couple transition, transactions in the NFL. Um, one of them happened today. Uh, um, well, two actually. So Ahmad Brooks to Green Bay. So uh, what are your thoughts on this? Well, one, I'm surprised Ted Thompson made a free agency or signing. That's like few and far <laughs> between. But, I mean... I think we've seen in the preseason too, they, they have just had horrendous pass rush. And I do get it's preseason. You don't show anything. You run vanilla defense, but there comes a point in time when your two outside linebackers are making over $10 million a piece and you got to get to the quarterback. And I think Ahmad Brooks is an amazing outside rushing linebacker and just Mm -hmm. a big addition for them. I think he's honestly their best linebacker now. (laughs) This guy can play. And, uh, you know what I love most about him, though, is he adds that mean attitude to this team. And they don't have that. So the defensive line, kind of Daniels, is your guy with that mean attitude. The the defensive backs, ha-ha, Clinton Dix is that guy. Now the linebackers finally have one with Brooks. And this guy is a nutcase, anyone that knows his history. But that's what we need. We've been lacking that on the defensive side. So... Uh, I think, too, one thing also that you guys have been lacking is just durability at the linebacker position. This guy has started every game for the, you know, Niners last year and, you know, started every game in the past couple of years. So Mm -hmm. I think the durability just for him is is a big addition because Matthews is always out five games a year. Perry seems to break a a hand every other year. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just – He's hurt, too. It'll just be – Good to have that depth for sure. Yeah, nothing like paying $25 million to do guys that can't play on the field, right? Uh, yep. Anyways, Joe Hayden cut today and then signed with the Steelers already. Three-year, $27 million. Uh, To me, a little too much money. But uh, this guy, can he become a number one again? I, I think so. Um, he apparently... Yeah, I mean, I think too. I agree. I, I just, they... I didn't see the guaranteed on it, so I'm not sure what that was. But Pittsburgh just needed a corner big, big, big time. So they had to pay to get him. And I'm sure there were other teams that drove the price up, but they had to get this guy. Well, this this made them a lot better. And I I don't know if people realize that. This makes that team much, much better. So uh, apparently other teams outbidded the Steelers by a long shot. It wasn't even close from what I hear. Um, he wanted to go to Pittsburgh, so good yeah, for him. Wants to win, I'm sure. Yeah, good for him, and uh, Get good, out of good for the Steelers, man. Uh, that's a heck of a pickup. So, uh, you know that that'll kind of wrap it up, though. And you know, it, there's 
this this division is uh, going to be an interesting one to watch. I think this could be the most fun division to watch because I think it could be have the best battle for the first place. So for sure, and I think we talked about it a little bit earlier. You know, obviously not on the podcast, but this division, the NFC South and the NFC East, they've just got a lot of good teams. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we look at the NFC North and the NFC West, and they're just so top heavy. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, it's just a funny NFC this year because it's two divisions that I think are could very well even be locked up and then two divisions that anybody one through four could honestly win except maybe this one the same yeah, there could but... be three teams in the playoffs out of this division this year yeah easily in my opinion so oh yeah um it'll be interesting definitely uh, and lastly a word from our sponsors so mad town lures for all our fishing listeners out there check out mad town lures llc our man adam is some of the best lures in the game to help you catch that trophy fish You'll find his products at some of your favorite retailers. To see where you can purchase Madtown Lures, visit his website that's linked in the podcast summary below, www.madtownlures.com. Uh, fishing season is all year round, guys, so always go check them out. And then Elevated Insurance, insurance done differently. Instead of getting your quote and moving on, their pride is understanding and helping you achieve your own unique goals, supporting the community and building the right insurance solution for you. Elevated Insurance, insure differently. And obviously their their link will be in the podcast summary below, but it's www.elevatedins.com. Absolutely. Um, and once again, we love that they uh, they help us out, and uh, we hope that you guys can go reach out to them. They can help you out as well because, uh, you know, that's what they're there for. So appreciate it. Uh, you know, upcoming for the next episode. Uh, before I jump into that, I want to bring up one thing that, I was thinking of before we recorded this, I mean, J.J. Watt. So with this hurricane stuff going on, uh, I just want to point out, everyone, that if you haven't followed J.J. Watt, you know, talk about an amazing guy. He's raised, his new goal is $10 million uh, to raise for the hurricane. And if you haven't yet, definitely go donate some money if you can afford it. If it's if it's dollar or $5 or $500, it's obviously... Yeah, the funny thing, too, is he started at, I think, goal of like a million bucks. It hit was. that within the first day, and then he went up to three million, hit that in the first two days, and then he went up to five and hit that in the first three, and now he's at ten. And I think he's, I think he's already at seven or eight million already. So. Absolutely. And, and, you know, one of the coolest things that this points out to me is... People don't realize the impact that the NFL and NFL athletes actually have on society. I mean, look at what he has done, and he's an NFL player. It's a guy who is just looking to do good for the community and help everyone out, and he's going to raise $10 million. I mean, that is unreal and unheard of. So, uh, you know, if you can donate, please do so, and obviously help anyone out that can be helped out. So appreciate it uh, just want to throw that out there though um props to Watt because it's a homegrown wisconsin guy obviously and just to see anyone doing it is phenomenal so uh you know upcoming for the next episode though uh we got the nfc west uh what do you have for us don so nfc west here's my rankings i have seahawks rams niners cardinals <laughs> this will be a fun one because we're way different this is uh, me built around bold predictions, and here we go. You ready for this? Uh, I'm going Arizona Cardinals, San Francisco 49ers, Seattle Seahawks, Los Angeles Rams. So it'll be a fun next episode, so please tune in, and uh, we obviously appreciate it. Battle. It is. It'll be fun. So uh, thank you, everyone, once again. We are so happy to have you listen to us, and 
come back next time and we look forward to hearing from you thanks guys yep see you guys